Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book and now animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I am one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me, as always, are my friends TJ. Oh, hello, it's TJ. And Bill. Hi, it's Bill. That's two weeks in a row, or two months in a row you've done that. Blame Skype. Blame Skype. He's on the top. You're on the bottom. I think he joined right. first. That's probably That's why. Fair. That is why. Hmm. Guess you got to get in the got to get in the call quicker. How's it going, guys? Mm-hmm. It's going mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Feels like we. It feels like it's been a while since it we we've done does this. Feel like it felt it's been a while. alien. Yeah, I think it's been five weeks, and that's why maybe. And we're even recording why. a bit earlier than we normally would. It's a little bit earlier in the week than uh, mm. we typically record. It's usually a couple days before the Friday that we release episodes. Um, recording this one a bit earlier because I am slammed at work right now. This is my busy season. Um, so very, very busy picking all them grapes and <laughs> dealing with harvest this time of year. So, uh, I'm hopefully going to get this edited and up by Friday. So that's, uh, that's the plan. Cool. So, um, football is back yes. and Halloween is coming and now it's getting I, cold out. I got to say, this is uh, this is another we're going back to our co-creator spotlights and our catalog, whatever you want to call it, where we're talking about other comics created um, or, you know, by the original creative team of Invincible, Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker and Ryan Otley and talking about their other work. So, I mean, it is kind of poignant that we're talking about Marvel Zombies here in October with Halloween season, um, no. you know. So, no, yeah, there's no excuse for it. Now it's just ridiculous. It has gotten pretty ridiculous. That Destroyer, it, it's always second, too. It's and never it's, like... It, there hasn't been a poll without <laughs> Destroyer on it, and it has never won. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's a thing. That's why, mm-hmm. I, I mean, know. people, you know... It's true. But yeah, TJ, uh, uh, it, it's it's great. I mean, I'm loving this fall weather. Uh, it's freezing. It's been very cold these last couple of days. I'm all for it. I'm enjoying hoodies and beanies. Like <laughs> I'm enjoying hoodies, I will say that I'm enjoying hoodies. But other than that, that's the only good thing about the cold. Mm. I think it's fucking perfect weather. I, I, this, this is like where it's at right here and it's not freezing. It's 52 degrees out right now. That's not cold. It's not too bad. 40, mm, 42 40, is not bad. 49 where I am. Um, and don't be deceived because of Bill's, uh, the room that he's in isn't, but your house is a haunted house this time of year, Bill. I, I think I came over what, like three weeks ago and all the Halloween decorations were up. Mm, no no we have some up there's no okay. it's nothing too crazy though yeah. okay my god it, liz goes uh pretty hardcore with the halloween decorations it's kind of amazing yeah yeah with every decoration christmas is is even yeah worse or better <laughs> depending on how you think of it but yeah so yeah like i said marvel zombies but we're gonna get into that a little bit later in the episode uh for our main topic um we can start off with a little bit of housekeeping here you can email us to be a part of the show at the invincible podcast at gmail.com find us on twitter facebook youtube spotify um the website is the invincible podcast.com you can find all of our previous episodes um a handy reading guide for anyone looking to find out um what other tie-ins and where they fit into the invincible storyline um contact form all that kind of stuff you can find that over at the invinciblepodcast.com send us some reviews over on uh itunes that always helps uh for visibility for people finding the show and uh i gotta put this right up front we do spoil the comic here we are talking as fans that have read the comic and 
seen the show. And so if you've just jumped onto this uh, episode because you'd really dug that Amazon, Amazon animated series, be aware we may talk about parts in the comic that you might not have read yet, which you should go read. Go check it out. Go listen to the new reader episodes of the podcast and read along with them as they experience it for the first time, too. So we're going to start off with some Invincible-related news. First up, I think this one was from a couple weeks ago. First non-news item. <laughs> uh, comic Book Resources had an article claiming, uh, or not claiming, but apparently Carrie Payton says that he mm-hmm. finished season two and is actively working on season three. So, like I said, non-news item, right? What are you laughing about, TJ? I don't know why Bill just looks funny to me right now. Like uh, when he's not, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I am a little tired. Today was kind of a long day. I but. think that I think that's what it is. Like yeah. when when you're not reacting and you're just like sitting there, you just look exhausted. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Thanks. And, just, yeah. just 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 smiling. Just sitting. <laughs> it's not even smiling. I'm just fucking rocking in a back and forth. Like when you're not rocking and you're just like sitting there, you look like you're like going to fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I well, what I was thinking when Ryan was was talking about that is, did that seem like he wasn't really supposed to say anything about that? It kind of no. I think it's it's no? like I said. I think that it is the kind of thing where people are hungry for news. He mentions it because it's really not a big deal. We got this. Remember, we got this over a year before season one came out about. Oh, season two, three being Clancy Clancy Brown saying that he finished recording it or something like that. And it was like over a year before season one came out. I remember. I think that, I think that people did say something about that. I think that people just talk about it. Like it's not a big thing. Like I think when, um, Steven Yun said something about, yeah, you know, I'm excited to, to get in the studio and start recording season two. And people are like, they haven't even started recording season two yet. Mm -hmm. And it was a big deal. And it was like, it like, I don't think that, people are so unfortunately I don't think it's a big deal just to just talk uh, about where they are unfortunately has, i'm seeing Ryan has a what's that no go ahead what's the what ruin it ruin the news well i'm not ruining the news i'm just saying that unfortunately people take this news in the opposite direction oh he finished season two and he's working on season three <clears throat> season two is coming out this october like it's coming out soon right and i mean we we used to be they more have naive. the animation. Well, that's the thing. We used to be more naive about animation. A lot of people don't really know that. I mean, it does take a long time. Voices are one of the first things they do. Like, yeah, they finished season one or season two voice acting. Like, good. They should have because that's yeah. Because it'll hopefully it come out next year. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean that season two is coming sooner. It means that season three is going to be coming sooner than season two is that's exciting because if he's their voice acting for season three right now that means season three could be two years away which is what what we want a year after season two yep and then once they renew season four it's going to be they're they're going to be on a yearly schedule which is going to be fucking phenomenal yeah i think i think that it all kind of happens simultaneously to where once the voice recording is done of episode one then they can start the animation immediately on episode one so i'm thinking that if the voice recording is done for season two, then they're probably like midway, you know, of animation for season two. Yeah. That way they have still going to be departments working on something. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, Next up on news, uh, Ryan Otley, Ryan Otley released a new variant cover for issue 19. He was teasing a bit over on Twitter um, and he finally did the cover reveal 
last week or so um and it is a battle beast cover because of course 19 being the uh introduction of battle beast uh have you guys seen this yes yeah it's pretty great great guts yeah eating guts yeah yeah there's a fun um uh tony the tiger reference reference yeah yeah uh they went online uh on sale online for a bit and then uh i know he's going to be having them at new york comic-con i believe and there's a few different variants you know black and white partial and like you know uh, i believe it's a new york comic-con exclusive exclusive. variant interesting well i know that what the other ones were too when he saw yeah i think they i think the other ones were san diego i'm finding that that generally means like hey this is exclusive for new york comic-con and if there's any left over, we're going to continue to sell them. That's just how that works. Going to be. Which, right. you know, you assume that there'll be enough, but hey, maybe not. Who knows how many he printed? They did um, do a like one time only for whatnot. He really, he put a link up and said, saying. this and is it was New York only... Comic Con exclusive. However, for like an hour, they're going to yeah. be available at this link or something like that. He did. Yeah, I, I did see link. that. Um, and I have seen I have seen a few people already receive theirs in the wild. Pretty cool. Uh, mm. Speaking of Ryan Otley and what he's up to next, Hulk. Uh, he's got his uh, new six issue arc starting with Donny Cates uh, this week. In fact, if you're hearing this, uh, I believe it came out this past Wednesday, um, uh, first week of October here, and uh, he's going to be doing six more issues of Hulk. And then he said he's done with that with Hulk. We don't know if he's done with Marvel. We don't know what's next, but he said he's going on to something new. Um, But part of that six issue arc is issue 11, which he announced is going to be drawn, inked and written by him, which is pretty exciting, which means, Bill, you might like that one. Uh, We'll most definitely like it because it's 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 we had a conversation with them a little bit about it. And if you um, don't like it. You then we will know. need to say that you like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, probably, I don't think you could deal with much more punishment. Listen, if it's if it's, I love Ryan Otley's writing because it's like a kid in a candy store. It feels very much like just over the top, and and I imagine it being like Grizzly Shark, yeah, and just super fun. And yeah. I forgot what it was. It was in the solicit and everything like that, or in his description, but it wasn't called Powerball or something. It was something ridiculous hmm. like that where it's like a sporting event on an alien yeah. planet with hulk oh he told us too yeah i feel like i feel like he did tell us yeah is it find- power no it's not is it hulk ball no it wouldn't be hulk ball i don't think all right well now that we're doing it i'm looking it up because it's right all here right. i've got it in three seconds three two one and it is called i hope it's called hulk ball. god ball god ball yep cool yeah mm. that'll be interesting because yeah it's still i think uh involving uh gods and like all the stuff from um asgard and everything that was going on with that storyline so yeah that'll be interesting yeah i'm really looking forward to that all right that does it for invincible related news for the month i have i have some news what you got it's not really invincible related we did talk about how we were going to announced this on this episode but we didn't talk about it since so hope we're good for this oh yeah that's fine i just thought it was i I had removed it from the news section when i created (laughs) no 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 when i created this uh we did say it was going to be this this outline and i assumed we talked about it last episode so yeah i guess go for it 
So there have been times where, you know, listeners of the show will say we should branch off and do a, you know, firepower podcast or, but you know, the radiant black podcast people, they got the firepower podcast on lock. Um, they're doing a great job with that. And some other things that have come up here and there. And we've never really had any desire to do another podcast after oblivion song had ended until uh skybound X came out mm-hmm. and we just like, could not stop raving about how much we loved Chroma. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, starting, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to start Chroma cast. It's a good name too. Yeah. Perfect. It was meant to be, it was meant to be, we're going to start that. Um, and we're going to do it. I think the same way that we did oblivion song to where it's going to come out, uh, the Friday following the new issue release. So whenever, uh, Chroma comes out. The uh, the next podcast reviewing that issue will come out the Friday following that. So typically that's the two plan. days yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan. The so, Friday after, not the Friday following, because that sounds like it would be the a week and a half after the fact. But it would be the same week that the comic comes out. Right. So yeah. we still got to get everything in order. We don't have a Twitter yet. We'll, we'll, we'll be making a Twitter for that, but keep an eye out, uh, on, uh, the invincible podcast or invincible cast, yeah. uh, on Twitter and also, um, oblivion podcast, which is the oblivion song podcast, uh, Twitter as well Yeah. to, uh, for, for those updates and where we're going. But the most exciting thing about this podcast is that it's not just going to be us, it's going to be friend of it's also going to be joining us is friend of uh, the Invincible podcast and the Oblivion Song podcast. Uh, Wyatt Lane, the guy that we talk about all the time, who does our music for mm-hmm. uh, Invincible and he does our music. He did our music for uh, Oblivion Song. So he's going to be joining on us, joining us on that as well to give us his as thoughts, regular host, Wyatt Lane. which is which just is perfect Please. because the first yeah. little bit of Chroma that we talked about was with Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's perfect. Yep. And he is not. So he's already been. So yeah. He's be already great. been. They did. Um, Skybound did just release a little teaser video for Chroma today. They did. It Have you seen month, it, Bill? It? I, I didn't. I, I, I saw Kirkman retweeted it and I was going to watch it. But again, today was just a very busy day at work. So one thing that makes me even more excited about it is that it would appear through the video that the main characters are children. It's a boy and a girl. Yeah. And I think that that's awesome. I think that's really cool and unique. Yeah. Cool. There was something, I forgot what it was. There, there was something about the girl that, I mean, it was in the solicit, like the main story was like about this girl. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. And we're and taking the, it, we're taking it very seriously too. So we've actually partnered with Skybound. They're flying us to Italy um, to live with Lorenzo, uh, Dave Felici. He's, he's Lorenzo doesn't know this yet. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's it, 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 nah, it's, yeah, just, I mean, Disclaimer, none of that is true. None of that, that none of nothing that Bill just said was true. Maybe now though, who knows? Maybe, now, maybe by now it would be true. All right, moving on to emails. First up, we've got one from uh, our good friend, Mike Barrett. Mike says, hi guys, no destroyer again. I 100% blame TJ. Assuming his amazing Ryan Otley zombie commission inspired this vote. Congrats again on that zombie-themed masterpiece, sir. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. There's that, too. Yeah. Maybe that people had got into, with it. It had into the mindset of zombies. No. 
It had nothing to do with it. People mm. just fucking me. Um, so this does talk about the series, so we'll probably go from this into Marvel Zombies that here. Way. Um, Mike says, I think the coolest part of the Marvel Zombies comic series was all the famous Marvel covers that were turned into zombie variants uh, throughout the series release. With that in mind, what Invincible covers would you like to see full zombie variants made available? Other than Otley, what artists would you like to see create said variants? I'd also like to put up for discussion, what craziness would a Kirkman-written, Otley-drawn, Invincible Zombies miniseries look like? Please, as you as you Say answer, that again? <laughs> one second. Please, as you answer this question, speak directly to Kirkman and Otley. We know they are listening. Guys, we need you to make this miniseries ASAP. Love always, your episode 10 special guest, Mike Barrett. So that's a cool question, and I wish, I wish we would have uh, uh, thought more about this. So what we're going to do is... We're going to come back to this at the end of our Marvel Zombies discussion. So in the meantime, think about what you would want a Invincible Zombies spinoff to be like. Okay. okay. Uh, the other things that he, would talk, he was talking about was the zombie variants. So whether you got the hardcover or the trade paperbacks, the, the covers to Marvel Zombies are always homages to classic Marvel Comics uh, covers. And so they're like a zombified variant. What is a variant? from Invincible that you would like to see zombified? Are we answering that, answering that one now? Yeah, sure, if you're ready for it. I feel like the easy one, which I'm not going to go with this one because it's already just ridiculous, is issue 63 where Invincible is like yeah, all bloodied up. He's but already he's already, <laughs> exactly, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So I won't First go with instinct, that one. just because it's, I mean, it is what it is. It's the hands and just picturing like one of the hands like grabbing instead of reaching and it being just like all gross and like falling apart. So a hand a cover, got to go with a hand cover, missing some fingers. I picture like the cover for Left for Dead or something like that. <laughs> TJ, what, I do think, you think, what do you think my cover is? Because I already have it. It's easy. Probably it's fucking Dinosaurus. It is Dinosaurus. So it's, it's, dinosaur- it's, t- it's tough to do a Dinosaurus <laughs> zombie. Could you? No, because you haven't seen a zombie dinosaur really before, especially one that's like humanoid as well. Mm-hmm. But do I want the cover where Dinosaurus is in the cloak? Right? Would that be kind of cool? Is there a cover with him in the cloak? Is is there oh. one with him in the cloak? Isn't isn't that or is he just in a cloak in that issue? I think he's just in the cloak. Are you sure? I'm trying to look up the number. I can't remember the number, but it's the green battle beast one of him charging forward. Picture oh, that yeah. zombified. That would be cool. Yeah. I have a cool one. But no, no, Bill. It's the one where uh, Dinosaurus is engulfed in like flames and he's like roaring upwards. Oh, yeah. That's that the one. one. That that's one zombified one. would be cool. That is the one. Yeah. I have one that by making them not by making them zombies, it kind of changes what's happening in the cover. Mm-hmm. Issue 50 makes Cecil a zombie. Oh. He's kind of reaching like like reaching for oh, Invincible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Invincible is the zombie and Cecil is just being eaten at his feet. Could be. Could uh, be either one. I could, I could be, um, I don't know, greedy and say I want the the reboot three cover spread to be zombified because then we just get to see all those scenes and all those characters zombified. As zombies. The one above mm-hmm. TJ's head right now. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, what uh, are some other cool zombified covers? 75 of all the characters flying downward and the villains flying upward Mm-mm. that fold out. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I really like the idea. I want to go back to like, my, I need to see, I don't know, was it TJ? TJ, you said issue 50, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine if it were like, like still white, but there's a gravestone and, and Cecil were coming out of like the ground oh. at a grave instead. And I think that would look so cool. Like I can see it really vividly. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. I like that idea. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about this, should we, should we answer the other question right now? What kind of stories would you want to see? Mine? I, I feel like... I'm trying to think. Like, The, would the it be, easy way out would be Angstrom thing. So you could have it be canon, and then all of a sudden it's like one of the dimensions at Angstrom because there are zombies there, so it mm-hmm. could be that dimension. But I like the idea of it involving the blue spaghetti monster. Oh... Like him coming back to his reality and all of a sudden everyone's just zombies or... Or everyone that had previously died. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe a uh, uh, a parody of Planet of the Apes, like mm-hmm. where Mark leaves Earth and he gets stuck in one of these other dimensions for like, as he does for like five years and then comes back to Earth and everyone's a zombie. Or if it if it tracks, because you'd have to be like, well, what would make zombies appear you could almost go with like, what if it's a sequel to like the Sequid story or the Sequids, how we say like them bonding with like corpses, mm-hmm. you know, and then them reanimating. So the, the Sequids oh, reanimate like corpses. What if Sequids can reanimate a human corpse? Like that's one of those right? things that like, I don't know, assuming it, they can't, but it, it could, but, but you would, but if you read it, you're like, Oh, okay. I guess I, that, yeah, that sure. makes sense. Instead of just like all of a sudden zombies being there, like, to make it work with the story, the sequins, yeah, they could. And, and they, they have just, a brain on them, right? So, All right, I got it. Scourge in, virus. In this universe, Scourge virus is something cool that Ooh, can be pulled Scourge into Scourge virus it. with the sequins. Yeah. There's something there, TJ. But what I was going to say, the Scourge. one direction this plot could go would be alternate universe or whatever, but it's the, the Guardians of the Globe come back. The ones that Nolan killed. Oh man, Blackest yes. Night! Oh, Blackest Night! So was it's so them good. coming back, and you know whether it's the Marvel Zombies style where they're still, you know, have all their facilities, they could still talk and think, and they still have their powers and everything like that. And it's them revealing that Nolan killed them or something like that. But then they're also—I don't know—there's th- that could be cool too. But why? But why? Because I, th- I think the why or the how is the interesting. Part. How I, like I don't know, see. but why? The because are, are a really fun idea. What if? What if? Okay. All right. Change on the zombie thing. It's still zombies because they're dead corpses, right? But yeah. what if the the technicians that that brought Angstrom back? Mm-hmm. What if they go and they're like, we need to reanimate the dead guardians, right? And help defeat the Viltrumites. So they go through all these alternate dimensions and reanimate all these these heroes that were killed. So now they're all kind of like mechanized, de- decomposing zombies. There you go. So because they're part technician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. The end of the first issue would end. But they're end. still mindless. They're still mindless because they're dead. So the technicians are like remote controlling them. Mm-hmm. But. Okay. I like it. End of the first issue would end and like the zombies are like taking over and they're winning. And then you see all the zombies and like the heroes are fucked. And then the zombies just part and in the Angstrom. center. Explode. Or TJ, I was going to say, there's nothing left. There's nothing left. He's the one that can't come back. <laughs> what is there to so reanimate? By the way, by the way. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a headless... Co- like, it's just like half like, his head and his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing left, TJ. 
No, what that was. Would, what would Rex Blode replace his head with? A robot head? I mean, it was just, just his head. It was his whole body. Oh, yeah. That's true. All right. Thanks, Mike. That was great. Um, we got another one here from Owen. Owen says, hello again, members of the Invincible podcast. It's only fitting that for the month of October, you guys cover Marvel Zombies. Fun fact, I believe this was the first I ever heard of Robert Kirkman before The Walking Dead or Invincible. Speaking of Walking Dead, this leads to my question. At this point in time, Robert Kirkman had been writing Walking Dead for about three years by the time of Marvel Zombies began publication. How much of The Walking Dead do you think influenced Marvel Zombies, and how much of Marvel Zombies influenced The Walking Dead? Thanks again from Owen. Also, hashtag never destroyer. Sorry, not sorry. Zero. I think zero percent was uh, inspired in either. They they feel completely different. They I, I think the only common thing thread is is zombies. And I just that's really it. Yeah. So, um, I know if like, you were, if you were to tell me if you were to tell me that like. Kirkman wrote both. I would know it from the writing, but not from if that makes sense, like what they're saying. But I don't really feel like they're they're inspired. Yeah, I I don't. I don't think there's too much. I did read something like researching for this, and like you know, Robert Kirkman at some point said that he did. You know, he wasn't concerned about being typecast because I mean, at the time he was doing a lot of like he was doing like Marvel Team Up and um, Ultimate you know, X-Men and some, some other stories for Marvel, um, as well as doing this hit indie comic uh, about zombies. So it was like, ah, it's kind of, you know, kind of the guy, you know, you want superheroes and you want zombies. He's the guy. Um, but really after reading some of his Marvel stuff and reading some of, I mean, all of the walking dead, I mean, it doesn't really feel like walking dead. I mean, Mm -mm. I mean, if anything, I guess I could say that if I'm looking for something, it's the idea, which, I mean, we're going to start getting into our discussion on Marvel Zombies now, which I think is one of the best things about Marvel, Marvel Zombies. It's the idea that they are still sentient, I think, is what makes this work, um, which, I, which I think I have a, a lot more to talk on. But maybe that could be one of the things that I could see. OK, you know, there's there's that little bit of a Kirkman thing in there. But I don't know. Other than that, I don't think it really affected uh, the other, you know, Walking Dead or anything else or Walking Dead affect this too much. If anything, maybe he was able to just have more fun with this Mm -hmm. and let loose a bit um, when he's keeping things serious in uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, if The Walking Dead was remotely funny or satirical, then I could see it. But Mm -hmm. they're just completely different tones, like completely different tones. Yep. You, you honestly, you could tell me that Kirkman didn't write Marvel Zombies, and I would probably believe you. Like it doesn't really. No. Yeah. Okay. Good. Going to go into our main topic. Then we're going to talk more about Marvel Zombies. I'm going to read this introduction first. This is pulled right from uh, Wikipedia. It's just it, it works so well. So Marvel Zombies, a five issue limited series, published from December 2005 to April 2006. Uh, the series was written by Robert Kirkman, with art by Sean Phillips, and covers by Arthur Suidem. Uh, it was the first series in the Marvel Zombies series of related stories. The story is set in an alternate universe where the world's superhero population has been infected with a virus which turned them into zombies. The series was spun out of events of the crossover arc of the Ultimate Fantastic Four, where the zombie Reed Richards tricked his ultimate counterpart into opening a portal to the zombie universe where only... Uh, 
only for the latter to contain the form the former from ever coming to his universe. All right, following an adaptation in the episode of What If? Zombies of the Disney Plus animated series What If? An upcoming animated series of the same name is in development, both of which are set in the MCU. Which is, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's start with you guys. TJ, what was your first introduction to Marvel Zombies? My first introduction? Yeah. I think was I Was this read your first the- time reading it? I feel like it might have been because I feel what? like I I feel like I, I read the first issue when it first came out. I'm not 100 percent sure if I did or not, Dude. but uh, yeah, uh, if I read the first issue, I it was. So reading this definitely uh, don't remember it. Yeah, it was like reading for the first time, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Bill, what was your interaction we, with? We read it. We at least you and I read it. I, I, I feel yeah. like I. I definitely didn't like know about it by myself. Um, and I really honestly feel like it was something you showed me or I would have even said TJ. I thought TJ, we all read it together when it came out. Um, it's funny because I don't remember when I first started reading it, making the connection that this was the walking dead guy. Like, I feel like it was just because it was zombies and Marvel that was like, Oh, that's the, that sounds interesting. Yeah, that I don't tracks. know. I, I feel like I knew when I first heard about Marvel Zombies, it was Kirkman. Oh, really? I could have, I could have sworn. Mm. So it was funny because I was just look, I just looked it up here because I, I, I never see this cover anymore of the one I have. Um, and so it is. First I remember. Printing. So I think I got this hardcover like right when it came out. That's in what 2006. I, I, another That's reason I why I think. Another reason why I think that we, or that we all knew about it through Kirkman because of Kirkman is because I remember Ryan, you kept reading long, long after Kirkman had stopped mm-hmm. uh, writing it. Point and I remember it. when when you when you kept going, I was like, "Oh, really? You're going to continue that even though Kirkman's not?" So that's what makes me think that. We knew about Kirkman right at the beginning. So I will touch on that. Yes, uh, I did not read uh, these as they came out. I read I got the first hardcover. And then shortly after that, they came out with um, Marvel Zombies Dead Days, which was a one shot written by Robert Kirkman, which takes place before all this. It's a little bit more of an uh, an origin story. And then after that, he uh, he did. It was a couple of years after this one. Marvel Zombies 2. That one, TJ, I did get issue by issue from our old comic shop. So that's probably where you were introduced and and, and what you're thinking of. Did that and one then, have Deadpool in it? No. As uh, a head or something like no, that? It was, no, it was very much like this. It felt just like this. Okay. It continues the story directly. And then Marvel Zombies 3 came out, and that wasn't by Robert Kirkman. So he only did this, Dead Days, a one-shot, and Marvel Zombies 2. I might have grabbed a couple issues of that TJ three. I don't remember anything about that in preparing for this and reading this. I did do, uh, I I did read up on dead days and Marvel zombies too. And I do kind of remember what happens in those, but there's also, there's a ton of spinoffs. There's, uh, army of darkness, like Ash from evil dead. There's that gets involved into the origin of Marvel zombies. I want to say it's up to Marvel zombies five. They've spun it off into being other, sub names underneath it it's appeared in other comics you know as i mean it is just one of the multiverses now at this point where it is just you know used every now and then in fact we just experienced it a few months ago in hulk in ryan otley's run like at one point hulk fights the marvel zombies as a threat um 
in the engine. Um, so that being said, I read this years ago and then I reread it again back in like, I want to say February or so when we first started doing the co-creator catalog and it was looking like it might win, but it didn't. And that was also around the time that a, um, a board game got backed on Kickstarter that I know Mike Barrett and, um, some other listeners were, uh, to the podcast are, are, are going to play. Um, but it's a Marvel zombies board game. So really excited about that. And so in thinking about that, I was looking forward to reading it and I read it back then. So anyways, um, that, yeah, that's kind of where we started reading it. TJ, let's start with you because this was pretty much your first time. We'll call it your first time reading it. What did you think going into it now, reading something that was written in 2005? Like, what did I think of it? Yep. I thought it was okay. Like, I didn't love it. Like, I I felt like it did not feel at all like Robert Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I felt like, you know, it almost felt like early Kirkman where, but, but at the same time, I can't say that because early walking dead was incredible. And I just didn't, didn't think it was so much for me. There were some entertaining parts. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of, I, I don't think it was bad by any means or mm-hmm. like, you know, awful, mm-hmm. but it was just okay for me. I think what felt Kirkman were little things like, um, the Hulk being like, oh, no, like, you know, someone hurt me. So I turned oh into the Hulk God. and then he and then he gets hit in the face with a shovel and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't feel pain. So that doesn't really do anything like things like that seem Kirkman esque, like there's, that there's kind a of few idea. Of those smart ideas. There's ide- yeah. Smart ideas that are like, oh, OK. But other than that, TJ, I would agree with you. I think there was a lot of dialogue that it, like didn't feel natural a lot where it's like, um, like. Yeah, I don't know if I want to fight this Galactus guy. And then someone was like, we should be happy that he's this size so that we can eat him. And it's like, why Why wouldn't you say it like that? Like, that's I know just, what you're talking like, about. Little yeah. things like that are just like yeah. a little weird. I can see that. It definitely that's feels. How, that's how like Marvel team up fucking comics are, though. Like they, that's how. And that's and that's they kinda, are kind of kind of coming back to what Owen was asking us. There were things in this that felt like. Where I could see, like, okay, yeah, there's that, there's that Kirkman kind of voice in there, and then you can kind of get, also get the voice of, um, like Rick Grimes, two thousand, or Die Die Die, or like you know when Robert Kirkman is just like, I'm gonna do something fucking weird and just make yeah, it goofy I just don't, I and don't random, care. and yeah. yeah, and you could tell that he has that voice and he has that comedy, and this feels like he's trying to have, like he was going for the comedy, but also have the seriousness that he can pull from the walking dead and that real world gritty dire situations, but also be within the approval of Marvel. You know what I mean? Like, so he, I feel like he's spinning those three plates where he's like, I'm going comedy. I'm going dire and serious. And also I can't go too far because not that I, I mean, that being said though, I'm amazed at how far they did go. Like this isn't, max or whatever for like ratings or anything like that like this this is gross that's the other thing like this is disgusting i think that there's things in this that is grosses me out far more than conquest stuff or i have Battle i, I know what stuff. the gross like, okay all right dude, so let's make this a little segment the grossest this, part for me should i say i'm gonna say what the grossest part for me all is. right go for it bruce banner 
and his stomach beat yes. like all the bones and yes. stuff and, he, and he him being like oh yeah down. i felt my i felt my my stomach tear open and then he's like oh a, bo- a bone's gonna pop through and dude. like his gut explodes and then thor starts eating out. it Ugh. dude the, and and i think one of the things that does it for me is the fact that they don't use blood everything is this gray green like pussy bile gross vomity thing so it's almost like everything is puke instead of blood and blood i can handle like i feel like i can deal with that when it comes to like invincible and everything captain's brain there's just something about there's something about grabbing his brain out of his head like i feel like i would like because i enjoyed it good enough for, for what it is yeah i feel like i would have enjoyed it more if it were because, like, don't get me wrong, the art is exactly what it needs to be to be gross and disgusting. But it it, it is it is gross and disgusting. This totally it, it turns me off a bit uh, mm-hmm. at, at times when I'm reading it. I'm like, oh man, they just look so awful and disgusting. Um, but it gets the it gets it across, man. It is it is messed up. I mean, uh, another one of the things that kind of uh, you know makes me think of Kirkman was the Black Panther bit. Not only the That's smartness of it, say. you know, yeah. the, 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 okay, you know, oh, I'm going to keep someone alive. And like, that is in Walking Dead, like later, he did it in this first, like that's yeah. Dale or whoever on the, uh, you know, that he's, that they're picking at. Yeah. And him, um, even, even when T'Challa, like when he comes out of the, the coma or the, the, you know, all the sedatives wear off and he's like got the cane and he's missing a leg and he's missing an arm and he has the wasp's head and stuff like that there's All right, you came back laughing, so I'm assuming right, you back, know. Right. You're back, you're back, you're back. Ryan, you froze in the... Oh, man, I hope I hope that it's on the video. I hope it won't be, because, it, because will we be. record from him. I think it will be. I don't know. If, because I, I don't it, know. it did it's, stop. I can't even... I can't even... No, really? because, Ryan, you've, you've, you've frozen. You've frozen before, yeah. and, like, when... When it's actually recorded, you were like, "Oh no, did I freeze? Did I freeze?" Like yeah. you didn't get to see it, but just know it was it was a good one. Okay, good. good one. All right, so Bill, what you were saying was when he was walking with the wasp head, then you, mm-hmm. I, I, I lost you. Yeah, it just it felt like 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 a unique idea. Like you wouldn't see that coming, which is where I think so um, Kirkman's think, writing comes yeah. in. So there wasn't really anything written dialogue wise that felt Kirkman-y. It was just the general ideas yes. of things. Like, wouldn't it yes. be cool if yeah. Shala mm-hmm. was being eaten alive? Like, wouldn't it be cool if like, you know, I, I don't and know. And that's something like, that I alluded to earlier. Which Peter Parker feels sorry for eating Aunt May and, and, and why Mary he Jane. keeps the mask on because he can't look at himself. Yep. Like he, right. Hank um, said the same thing. Still feels. Yeah. He said so, the same thing when he keeps his mask on. Yeah. But I do like the idea of, um, uh, T'Challa being like, you know, or talking with Wasp and T'Challa being like, you're, you're hungry, but you don't have a stomach, like, which means it's all in your head. Like this is, this isn't physical. Like, uh, so this is something that, you know, you can be cured of, like that can go away. And I liked that idea because, okay, so destroy the brains, they, they die. So it is all in their head and why the body doesn't matter. And they continue to hunger. And now the idea of, what happens if they don't eat for a certain amount of time and it passes and then they're alive again. Like they're, they're not alive, but they're cured of it in a way. 
I really like that concept. I think that's a fun concept that we haven't seen before. I'm remembering. I can't say for sure, but I'm just going by like how, what I feel. I remember the did, did I see did I read the prequel to this? You probably read Dead Days. I, re, I, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember. Re, I remember seeing Peter. I reread like, it. Change and eating yes, Mary Jane. He does. And, OK, all right. Yeah, I he eats Mary that. Jane and 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 uh, Aunt May comes yeah. in. So and I remember he tells that. Aunt May to lock herself in the bathroom because he can't stop. OK, all right. So I remember that being better than this. It was very good. I yeah, that. And, I, and I remember parts of the sequel being better than this, too. Like, I, I remember so, this not being the best Marvel zombies that's yeah. out there. Yeah. I feel like check out that day, check out Dead Days in the sequel, because I reread mm-hmm. those in, in prep for this and, and they are good. They're good. Um, Dead Days explores more of the idea of curing them. OK. Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, there was something else. That I was going to bring up. And now I forgot. Um, but yeah, so overall, I enjoyed it. I think it was a fun read, especially for this time of the year. Um, all the cosmic stuff with Silver Surfer and Galactus was fun. Seeing uh, zombie villains versus zombie heroes in a battle at the end was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Again, they just, each felt, fought their own villain. Yep. I mean, Wolverine cutting his own arm off, Spider-Man breaking his own leg off, like the 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 Hulk with his gut. Like, all, it was just disgusting. I mean, it is... It is appropriately disgusting. And one Wolverine. Of th- no, no, don't, don't. That was awesome. And that's <laughs> another, that, that's, that's like one of those Kirkman ideas. Like, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if Wolverine, like, so he slashed at Silver Surfer and his claws bent. stopped, or his claws stopped, but his arm kept going. Yes. So, so his arm flesh detached from his adamantium bones. Yes. And then everything just kind of like detached because he didn't have And then he, he cut off the remaining stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that the visual of that alone was yeah. awesome. It was so gross and so cool. <laughs> um but touching on the uh sentient thing, that is one thing that I feel like we lost in the I know this doesn't have anything to do with Robert Kirkman or anything, but in the Disney Plus animated episode for what if, I feel like I mean, I enjoyed that enough. That was fun. But one thing that I think you lose with the 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 style they're going with that is that sentience. And I'm I get I understand why they're not going with that. That is pretty dark and brutal um but i think what made this story interesting was them still being sentient and still Mm -hmm. and and like hating what they're what they've become and having those discussions about okay well we have a clear mind because we just ate let's figure out what's going on why are we doing this how can we figure this out maybe it's this maybe it's that like that was interesting it's from the perspective of the zombies which yeah you don't yeah which you never yeah so yeah I don't know. I think talking about it with you guys, I liked it a little bit more than I did before talking about it with you guys. There's a lot. To, I think there's a lot to appreciate here. It's a fun read. I think it's, yeah. you know, it was an quick, easy read. Easy, easy. A good seasonal thing. Kind of like reading right. Long Halloween, you know, around this time of year. Just a dumb, fun thing to read. Not it's calling that dumb, though. Long Halloween. What'd you say? I said it's easier than Long Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way yeah. easier. So, yeah. That does it for Marvel Zombies. Any other final thoughts on that? I just can't fucking wait for Destroyer, man. Like, that's Kirkman. Someday, man. What, well, someday. Let me ask, what do you think will come first? Will we watch Everything Invincible else. Season 2? <laughs> 100, 100%. Before Ryan, we as long as you continue no. to give options other than Destroyer... It will be those. <laughs> there's going to be, be a point. Options. I mean, there's going to be a point in which there's going to be a point where in which gonna... I run out of other and options. So destroy will, will be, be on after, there twice. 
It will be after Invincible Season so 2. So if Destroyer's on there twice, it'll split the vote and still lose. <laughs> I just realized that hurts it. We'll see. We'll see if I do that. I don't know. That'd be funny, though. All right. Um, so we have uh, another another segment here that um, I want to touch on. We got one more email to read, but I wanted to save it for after the main topic. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and send a link to you guys and, uh, read this one for you. So this comes from, I'm not sending the link yet. So listen first and then I'll send the link. All right. This is from Luke. Luke says, hello, Ryan, Bill, and the sweet one. It's Uh, a sweet one. A couple episodes ago, I wrote and mentioned that, uh, how you guys have inspired me to become a better fan. I was reading the series again, and I jokingly said, I'll start the Invincible Podcast podcast. A podcast for fans of the Invincible Podcast. (laughs) Come on, no way. Christopher Wise, a big fan of the Invincible Podcast, tossed out the idea of actually making the Invincible Podcast (laughs) podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He did not stop there. We met him, right? Yes. we meet him? We met him in Chicago. Christopher recruited me uh, and the one and only Mitch Krasen. Oh, no. Oh, God. Once once Mitch was on board, game over. It was happening. <laughs> oh, God. Once you guys are ready, go ahead and click on the link. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Best Luke from uh, LA. All right, give me a minute. We have to start at the same time. Okay. Okay. Here we go. We're going to go on start. Ready? Three, yep. two, one, start. Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast podcast, a show where friends sit around and talk all things the Invincible Podcast, a show where friends sit around and talk all things Invincible. I'm your host, Luke, and here with me, is Christopher and Mitch. Hello, oh, it's Mitch. Oh, damn you, Mitch. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Hey, we are also the Oblivion Song Podcast podcast, <laughs> along with the Square Guys News Network for the comic about a comic, Shining Midnight, a comic by Bile Tiggins. We also have our new listener episodes, which are hosted by all of our pets listening to the Invincible <laughs> oh, Podcast. <laughs> And look, I just want to—I want to say before we even actually get into the meat and bones of this, there was some talk about how I was the one that was not allowing us to be able to listen to a podcast about Destroyer, and I want to just make sure that I let it be known: it will be Destroyer when I let it be Destroyer. True. That's Hashtag all. never Destroyer. Wow. All right, now we know. And now we're going to come we into the new section of our podcast. Oh my God, this is better produced than ours. Anything new with Ryan Bill? <laughs> Or the sweet one. <laughs> that sounds good. Sounds good. The news is there's a new episode. <laughs> so, uh, what are you guys' your first general thoughts and impressions on the episode? This episode was on the road. Uh, they were but, yeah, in they the had, same room. In the, in yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> and they had Wyatt Lane on there. Who? I wish we could get on for this podcast. The big dream come true of that episode was uh, having Wyatt on. I mean, I That's don't know about so you true. guys. It's so true. I'm an Invincible fan second, a Wyatt Lane fan first. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I, I think he's up to 19 uh, listeners a month on Spotify, which is great. I'm one of them. 
I can count myself among the privileged few that have been able to actually play the Avengers with him. So being a part of that superhero team with the wow, one man. was actually one of the most exciting things in my life. A big celebrity. It was very cool. Hopefully it'll be a Nick C3 too. I don't know. I'd like to go, but I'm stuck down here in San Diego with only the biggest comic convention around here. Maybe he'll come to this one one day. I don't know. Um, I mean, he'll probably be running it soon enough. One of the things I wanted to delve into, though, and make sure we talked about with this episode was the counts. The counts that they do. We always talk about the counts of Rexplode versus Dinosaurus. And I want to say this was a very disappointing episode for me. Rexplode came up multiple times during all the conversation about all the action figures, whereas Dinosaurus came up. Not once. Well, how it should be. Episode, it's how which it is should the most be, upsetting thing. And I really am disappointed, most of all, in Bill because he was actually so excited about how they were getting. Because he didn't have a good argument. Uh, action figure at some point. Mm. And I was like, this man has deserted us over like nothing. Dinosaurus is very clearly better than Rexplode. Never Rexplode. Oh, yeah. I am so disappointed. Bill was actually the reason that uh, Dinosaurus was my favorite character. Just the way he described him, you know, it was uh, very in-depth, you know, Bill, uh, yeah. which leads us into our next segment about um, Bill's preparedness. <laughs> Bill's preparedness for this episode. And I would I would have to give it about a six. Uh, he had a, a second run through this time since they had previously recorded the episode. But, um, but that's all right. He's getting better, I think. How did you feel when Bill wasn't? You know, stepping up for... I mean, look, TJ. It's the sweet one. <laughs> sweet one. Always defending Rexplode, right? Rexplode this, Rexplode that, you know. Rexplode could have murdered someone and TJ would say, no, he didn't. You know, he, he would never do that. <laughs> How did you feel, Bill, who turned you on to Dinosaurus, didn't have your back? Um, betrayed is definitely the word, Luke. Uh, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, for him to have such gusto and passion for such a character, and then, uh, I mean, to, to call him a zealot, I, I would. And now he just is completely let us down. Zero mentions, zero talk, zero applause for Dinosaurus? Come on. I mean, if, if, issue, issue 100. This is what, this is what we have we've read, guys. Yeah. Come on. He he! The death of everyone <laughs> is is the stakes that we're dealing with here. He crushed Mark's head. I like to see Thrag do that. You guys have no, no idea right. what you've He's done. burnt on the sun. in every That's episode right. now. All right. right. I like to see Rex explode do that. He can't. He can just explode he's, it. Absolutely. Those, he's dead. Those sticks <laughs> and he's dead. Too soon. He can't Too soon, Chris. crush anything with sticks. Maybe Unfortunately not, Luke. Yeah. I don't know. Nightwing does it somehow, but he's cool. It's a sweet commission. <laughs> as we, as you all know, uh, TJ's. It's a sweet one. <laughs> it's a sweet one. It's a big, big uh, uh, art commission fan. He got it in his background and stuff. And well, you know, we're at this part of the show where 
we get our own art commissions and and uh let's let's uh, take a moment to showcase those oh my god who uh who should we start with first uh, let's go with mitch yeah hit mitch, mitch. i got a great one let's i since we're talking right while we're on the topic of tea i think that's like the focus of our commissions this week in fact i commissioned my dog to do this lovely portrait of tj <laughs> And I really, really think that he nailed the sweet one. It's the sweet one. It's the sweet one. And he's got the little headband. Wow, man. And has like the title across it. I think it's a very, very good. It's a round head. He really captured his eyes. Look at that. Yeah, I can't wait to get it framed. It's going to be really, really <laughs> cool. I put piece. it up on the wall with a bunch of these other things over here. Put it like right there. For sure, man. I mean, that wow. Sweet. Good job. Sweet good job. On the back wall. Chris, I know that you got one too. What, what I was did. yours? I did. Now, I... I Take personal pride in this. Um, I went out and got it framed, even, mm. and uh, don't want to brag a little bit, but it's a uh, it's pretty nice. Oh, <laughs> pretty nice. Oh, yeah, it is very nice. gorgeous. Spent in about Rex dollars on the frame. Yeah, this is this is my commission of TJ as Rex Flode. <laughs> um, he has the little the bar thing. The, the sticks the that he fights stick. with. The boomsticks. Um, you know, the, the, I just, it, it took me about, I don't know, a month and a half to really, really capture the face and then to get the, the, the neck and the body all the way down to the feet was um, probably about six months more. Killed it. That's wow. going to be worth money. Wow. Mm -hmm. My favorite part was... Man, you I wish I could remember what those so sticks were called. Was. I feel like that's something the Invincible podcast would know. Boom but sticks, maybe. Maybe, yeah, that sounds right. We coined it. Beat sticks. Who knows? I mean, they can never remember uh, where Oliver is from, yes. so I think it's all right. I don't know if Robert Kirkman does. I, mean, I don't know why you just call them like mini logs or something, right? Because you put <laughs> stuff on fire, right? <laughs> He's throwing his He's logs, throwing his logs at people. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm out. I gotta go to the store and more logs. Dangerously too close to primates. <laughs> Mitch, take it away. We are so fortunate to actually have a surprise guest that's going to be joining us for this episode. We're going to be having an interview with Wyatt no. Lane, who actually is oh able to gosh. come on to the podcast. It's so cool because he was great to be able to be on this most recent episode of the podcast, too. How dare you, so Wyatt, I, really, I have to ask you, what was it like hanging with the guys? Podcast. It was great. <laughs> Wyatt Lane, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much. Thanks so much for being here. Incredible. The oh. music of the Invincible podcast was on our podcast podcast. Wow. Crazy. crazy. Starstruck. Music. Mitch, how did you get him on the podcast, man? That you know, I one time, a long time ago, I got to play a game with him and I kept kept his contact information. I was able to pull him on. It's pretty cool to be able to surprise you guys with that. Oh. I mean, seriously, I, guys, if I yeah. die in my sleep tonight, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I know that the Oblivion Song Podcast is over, but there are new episodes of the Oblivion Song Podcast podcast coming out, just like we mentioned at the top of the show. Please. Square Guy News is still up and running and is going to be sharing a lot more about that comic with Shining Midnight. And hopefully we'll get an interview with Pyle Tiggins so we can very, very <laughs> get that on eventually. Go and listen to some of our old listener, new listener episodes, which are hosted by all of our pets. And I'll hand it over to Luke to take us out. Hey guys, and don't forget, uh, email us at the Invisible Podcast Podcast at oh gmail.com. Uh, we will get back to all of your letters. And remember, a new episode drops every month. It's the first Saturday of each month. And again, we are the Invincible Podcast Podcast. I'm Luke. That's Christopher and Mitch. Thank you all. Signing off. Beep, beep.
Okay, bye. I'm I'm speechless. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm I'm cry cried. I the entire time. The entire my my face. My face is probably so red. Wow. Oh my god. Well done. Wow. Why? Dude, Jesus! It was great. It was great. I need to watch it. I, I, I need to watch that. I need to more. watch it again for sure. Oh my god! I need to watch it again. Yeah. So we're all writing into the Invisible Podcast podcast at gmail.com, right? Of course, okay, we're right. gonna do that right away. <clears throat> you I, know what's gonna be annoying is when that fucking video has more watches. <laughs> that. <laughs> that that was unreal. That was unreal. Oh my god, the artwork wow. in the bottom corner too. Yeah. Yeah, who did that? They I don't put know. Put all time into that. But it we're wearing like the invincible t-shirts. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. This is was, all so good. Well done, guys. Holy was, shit. That was very well is, done. That was the funniest shit I have seen in a long <laughs> in a time. really long time. I didn't know how my unpreparedness <laughs> Was so obvious. <laughs> Legendary. Legendary. I bet if people, oh man, if they only knew. If they only knew. They don't. They, go back they and don't. just listen to past. It's amazing that I get through episodes at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. The earlier ones, the any any time Sitting we were doing to like record. rereader or like the rereader episodes. Just, like, yeah, just totally. like like turning the page and be like, oh yeah, that was crazy. Uh, uh TJ, you want to take the next page or uh... Ryan, can you take the rest of the issue? Uh Oh my god. I don't know where, where to go from there. I think we oh man. I'm quite flattered. It was really well done. I'm uh I need to show Katie. I got to send funny. that link to some people. That was, I know that it was, was good. Incredible. And I that need was, that artwork. Honest to god, guys, that works. I know. <laughs> um, the, so, I thought it was just Rexplode. But no. No. It was it was TJ dressed as Rexplode. Yes, yes. Very funny. <laughs> This commission cost cost me as much as the frame. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch it again. Yeah, this is too good. It, it was too funny. I, Very good. I, the whole time I was like crying. I know. Oh my god. All right. So uh, I don't I, I don't we're not gonna talk about other stuff right now. Go um no. <clears throat> go give that video a view. Um, I'm obviously put it in into this video, but. For real, that was incredible, guys. Thank you so much for doing that. I mean, it's shit like that that, I mean, it's unreal. It's really unreal. I thought why it was actually going to be in it. I know, I know. It's so... (laughs) Yeah. That threw me off. That threw me off so much. So I knew that, I knew what it was, but I didn't watch it. I wanted to get you guys as as completely off of... Wow. Yeah. Wow, that was great. Ryan, thank you for that surprise. 
Yeah, well, thank them. But yeah, but wow. Okay, so that does it for this episode. Um, Everything sounds like we're being made fun of. I know, I know, I can't. I can't even take it. I know, it's all fake. Everything is fake. We're in a simulation. I don't understand anything right now, so we're wrapping it up. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys next month. We'll be back. Uh, Thanks again to the great Wyatt Lane for doing our music. to the invincible podcast podcast for uh you know all their support he's great bye bye Bye.